Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Soulful Connections with Sam Black. Here, you will find opportunities for healing, renewal, and insightful conversation. Sam is an international psychic medium, trainer, and wellness coach, and is your answer for filling the soul. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Soulful Connections with Sam Black. I'm your host, Sam Black, and I am live here in Niagara Falls right now on this beautiful, glorious, sunny day. So excited to be welcoming Sherry Riley to my show. So for those of you who don't know her, Sherry lives in New York State, and she is a spiritual counselor, intuitive healer. She's absolutely delightful. I know you're just going to love her. And today we are talking all about finding your voice, finding your voice and allowing yourself to heal and share. So without further ado, Sherry Riley, welcome to the show. Hi, Sam. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and sharing this time with you and everyone who's listening. Wonderful. I'm really excited to have you here. So for those of you who don't know, Sherry and I had the pleasure of meeting last year in April. We both were presenting at the SUNY Sullivan Women's Conference. I will be back there again in April. How about you, Sherry? I hope to be. I haven't finalized yet, but I think that um looking forward to being there if they'll have me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, welcome to the show. So, Sherry, why don't you share a little bit about yourself, about how you began this journey of becoming a coach and a spiritual counselor and a healer, and how did all of that come into play for you? Well, I started out... Um, kind of paying attention to my own body and figuring out what was going on. Um, In that time frame, I was going through some personal growth, and I was looking for a way to dive deeper into the lessons that were showing up for me. And I had a a person who I was, um, I was working for a midwife, and I was running her holistic programming, and I met up with a woman who was doing IET, which is Integrated Energy Therapy, and she worked on me, and for the first time um, in, I don't know, I guess it was probably 30 years, I had seen my father in my mind's eye. My father had passed away when I was eight years old. And, like, I couldn't remember him. And so after having this session with her on using intuitive um, IET, I was finally able to, like, work through some of that. And I could once again connect in with my father and the way that he showed up for me after passing on. And so that piqued my interest. Um, I got trained in IET, um, and as I was working on somebody, I got this vision of a little girl crying by the window, and the woman said, oh, my God, that's me. When my mother went off to work when I was a little girl, I would cry every single day until she quit. And that impression of that pain lasted with this woman in her energetic field. And I was able to connect into that and help her release it. And at that moment, I kind of went, hmm, there's something to all of this. And I have this gift. And how can I bring it forward and help others? And since then, 
it's just been a movement of connecting into my guides, having them give me actually a technique where I laser in on an age where the block happens in your energetic field so I can quickly get there and help people release that block that's keeping them from moving forward and doing the things that they want to do. That's wonderful. That's so wonderful. And, you know, Sherry, I'll just mention real quick, your volume seems to be going in and out, so I'm not sure what that's about, but I want to give you a heads up about that. Hopefully you guys can hear me too. Um, but I want to say how powerful that is that, Sherry, you took your experience and you listened and then you allowed that to bring healing to yourself and then extend that to others. And it's absolutely beautiful. And I want to say a few things about First of all, I know my experience has been quite similar. I know that through my healing journey is really what brought me to a place where I'm doing healing work full time now. Not that I wasn't before, because as an educator, as a, a social worker, certainly I was doing healing work. However, it looks much different now. And it really is a lot more about intuitive guidance and understanding and listening to the messages, whether it be in our environment, in our body, where they're coming from and integrating that into the solution of what's needed in order to heal. And, you know, I really stress to so many that healing, it needs to happen on various levels. So I talk about how when we have a physical injury that's not healing, it's because there's an emotional cognitive attachment to that so I love that story about the little girl because I see this often. I know other healers are seeing this often and people are experiencing this in their own healing journey that things that happened when they were quite young stay with them almost as though they get tucked inside the body and create pain, inflammation, things like this later on. And, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. I don't diagnose. But as healers, as intuitives, we are able to tap into that energy. And it's amazing the results that happen. When people are open to healing that inner child, healing those old wounds, releasing the emotion that's attached to them, and then the physical pain or illness does tend to subside as well. So, um, so Sherry, what else have you got to tell us about that connection between that emotion and that physical pain? Well, what I know is that like you said, our bodies hold on to things mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically that have happened to us in different times in our lives. And it connects in and our body talks to us. So many of us get angry when there's pain or when there's some discomfort. And what I like to tell my clients is let's listen to the tap and not the slap. So mm-hmm. we want to listen right when these things are showing up for us in the slightest way, let our bodies talk to us, pay attention, learn what the messages are that are coming through so that it doesn't have to get worse. And again, release those imprints that are in our energetic field that is trying to tell us something. So, in both IET, there are certain areas in our bodies where we hold on to um, different emotions. So like between your eyebrows, there is the area where we, when, when it shows up as a block, it's trust issues. And we can release them and then integrate back so that we can start trusting people in our lives and we can start bringing into the relationships that we want to have in a way that we want to have them. Our shoulders are our shoulds, you know, kidneys are fear. There are different areas in our body that collectively hold on to these um, emotions, and we can then start identifying what's holding us back. I love that. I love that. And for those of you listening as well, of course this is a live show. So if you wanted to call in and chat with Sherry and I, you're able to do that. The number is 646-668-8878. You're welcome to do that. And we'll be taking some calls Sam, you the may show, have to, possibly. 
you may have to say that again. You're going in and out as well. I guess we're having some technical issues, so I couldn't hear that whole phone number, so maybe other people couldn't okay. hear it as well. Thank you. I'm, I'm so lucky to have a partner in crime today to help me out with that. <laughs> Hopefully, those of you listening, you can hear even though we're having some, we have been having technical issues today at the studio, so hopefully um, you're not experiencing those on the listening end. But the call-in number for anyone who to call in is 646-668-8878. And you're welcome to call in and chat with us. And Sherry and I today are talking sounding voice about speaking our truth, healing from a heart space, and all of these things and how integrated they are in our healing. So Sherry, I would love to talk to you now if we can shift gears just slightly about finding voice when it was when was it that you first found your voice Mm, that's a good question um i would have to say probably in my 30s when i started working on myself um i know i had met my ex-husband when i was very young i I did not have a lot of independence during that time around who I was um, during a growth period where it would have been a natural time to explore who I was. So, And I had children, young as well, in my early 20s. And so I was a wife and mother and did not really kind of know who I was as a woman and what my purpose was other than being a wife and a mother. And in my 30s, I had gotten ill. And um, again, my body was talking to me and brought up the fact that I needed to delve deeper into who I was, not only as a person, but as a woman. And what were the things that I wanted to do with the gifts that I had? Um, I always knew that I was here to empower women, but I didn't know exactly how that was going to play out. And so, again, like we talked about a little earlier, through my own healing journey, I figured out who I was as a person and what were the things that interest me and what were the gifts that were God-given and began this journey of speaking up for myself. Um, interestingly, during that time, I had a lot of neck issues, right? Well, where's your neck? It's your throat chakra. So um, at one point, I could not move my neck at all. I couldn't move my head. And it was also a time where I had to stop doing for everyone else and let people care for me and ask for help around the house and change a lot of my patterns. So all these things kind of wrapped up into this new way of being and bringing that healing out. And once I started doing this work, I believe all people are here to learn the lessons and then share them with others. We don't have enough... um, We don't have enough... Um, information out there on how important being in the crone years of your life is. Women are, you know, really kind of um, put on a pedestal when they're in their mother cycle of their lives. But there is such importance and wisdom in our crone years. And that's the years where we're sharing our experiences. And I think it's an important part of the feminine cycle is to embrace what we know, learn the lessons, and then pass it on and share it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's interesting because I'm seeing so many women reach that stage where the mothering's done. I work with a lot of people who go through that stage and, you know, the kids have gone, um, you know, they're starting to think about retirement. They what they want to do with their life. They don't feel old enough to retire. And at the same time, they know they need to do something, but they've kind of acquired what they've been doing. And it's so wonderful to watch 
women, other women that I'm being exposed to and seeing how they really step into that power and all of a sudden they find this voice. And it's just incredible, the wisdom that comes out of these beings. Um, and it's just wonderful. And then seeing others that really feel stuck and are unsure of how. How do I open that space up? How do I embrace it? And and fortunately, there are beautiful women like you, Sherry. There's coaches like me as well where we can help these people. However, it really comes from within. And I love that you attach that with the throat chakra because I, I know in my teaching, I do a lot of teaching around the chakras and around the healing. And the throat chakra really, it does indicate people when they're not able to speak their truth maybe you know they are speaking but it's not their true essence of who they are does this make sense to you well, sherry absolutely and it's interesting like how many women are having thyroid problems right well mm-hmm. also that air that's in your throat and when i work with my clients that present with thyroid problems we start talking about what's keeping you from sharing your truth what is your truth do you even know your truth how can we is it, do you feel safe enough to speak your truth? What are the areas that we maybe need to work through and help you look at where was your, the beginning of the area of your life where you closed down? Um, and, it, and going back to what you were saying about people that are beginning to embrace these new cycles in their lives, um, I teach an intuitive healing certificate course and it is amazing to watch women step into their power trust their intuition which is something that is becoming much more mainstream as we see it right um it's not so woo woo anymore when we're talking about intuition when we're talking about spirituality and allowing women to connect into that sacral part of themselves and then use that gift to bring whatever message they have into the world. And I talk about helping them become heart-based leaders. And we need to start balancing that as a society where it's not just all the thought, logical ways of showing up, but we have to integrate the the intuition piece of ourselves because all people, men or women, gay or straight, have both masculine and feminine parts of ourselves. And we need to learn how to balance that within so that we can move forward in a way that's authentic and true and peaceful rather than from the areas of our lives where maybe ego's taking over um, it's so important that we start sharing that message. And I truly believe we're in a shift energetically in the world where more and more people are getting this message and are adding to the shift in whatever way is true for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. And it's true. When we're leading with our heart, it's a much different space than if we're leading with ego. And I know with my students, a question I often get is around, you know, Sam, how do I protect myself? I hear this from a lot of empaths and things like this. And I really like to teach that it's not about protection. It's about healthy boundaries. And again, going into that heart space, because if we're leading from the heart with kindness and gratitude, where our message is so much more powerful and that leads us up to the throat where we can share our message with that authenticity. Absolutely. There's, it's important to have the boundaries because if we don't have boundaries, we can't have the compassion. We have to show respect for ourselves and others with these boundaries. It creates a safer relationship when we have healthy boundaries and it allows us to speak our truth when we feel safe. What's really important before we begin all that process though, is figuring out who we are. What is it that is important to us? What are our core values in the um, certification class? I, one of the 
parts that we begin with when we go into the heart-based leadership piece is what are your core values? And it is interesting because it's not only knowing what our core values are. I think that's the most important step because then we can align with other people, businesses, um, different ways that we can connect with others through those core values. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is, so for some of you listeners that are new to me, part of my journey, part of me finding my voice was I was hit by an impaired driver in 2013. And I was told I could not return to my career because of a brain injury. And when I was trying to explore, what am I going to do? Because I just knew that sitting in darkness for the rest of my life is certainly not why I was saved from that event. I really struggled at first, and then I just sat down, and my husband and I uh, really worked on what are our core values. What's my mission statement? What am I here for? And that allowed me to be really clear on what were my yeses in life, what were my no's. It removed things like guilt or expectation or those should, all of those things, because I could just go down and say, you know what, it doesn't fit with what my core values are. So I can easily say no to this opportunity and it will fit for somebody else. You know, it has served me so well. And I find when I move from that space, when I move into people pleasing space, which I think everybody at some point or another has done, I find I'm not happy, not enjoying things and I'm not speaking my truth. And when I saying no to the things that are not in alignment, I move right back into that positive space, mission-driven, you know, able to help others. And I really like to encourage everybody, practice saying no, because that no gets us much, much closer to our yes, the essence of what we're here to do. And it also gives permission for other people to pick up the opportunities that we've left behind because it's much more fitting for their gifts and their mission. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that connects into that is that belief in abundance where Mm -hmm. we have enough. And when we know, right, when we know when we have enough, it releases that sense of lack and we can let things go that are not in the alignment of our truth. And as you said, can then be picked up by people that are much more um, in alignment with that gift, that purpose, that career, that whatever opportunity. And it's interesting that we're talking about this at this point because that's even how we met. It is, actually. Right? Because you had some issues with coming into the country, and so I got asked to take your place in the sacred circle, and um, that opportunity opened up for me. And now look where we are a couple of years later, working together and sharing our mission. So um, it's just the perfect example around your truth was not able to, you know, at that moment was not to be able to make that trip and so much more opened up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So to put a little bit of background on that. So I, um, I had been so excited to come to the SUNY Sullivan conference and what had happened was the administration had changed things at the borders had been changing and I live in Canada And I just was having a difficult time coming in, um, which had never happened before. So it was all new to me. So I had said, you know, there's been some issues here at the border. Um, Not that anything's wrong, but I can't take that chance. I don't want you guys to be stuck at the last moment. So luckily, Sherry was able to come and she did a wonderful job and they invited her to come back. Everybody loved it. And so when I went last year, I was able to meet Sherry, which I was so excited about. And then I actually, without even knowing it, that it was her, 
I went to her workshop. So we got to see each other. So it was just totally meant to be and absolutely wonderful. And I was so grateful for that opportunity. And I was so grateful that it opened the space that you were able to be a part of the opportunity too. Absolutely. And that's what we're speaking about. So when you trust your intuition, your inner truth that, you know, maybe this isn't the right time to push forward. You know, we have to balance that masculine, what I call the masculine and feminine, that push. Sometimes we, it is appropriate to push ourselves through something. Other times it's appropriate to allow ourselves to just be with what's going on and not force. And when we can um, open up and just receive and allow those truths to come through and act from that place, we don't always know what's on the other side of that arrangement. And so for me, I truly believe in a higher power. I work closely with my guides, and I believe everyone has guides that are there to help facilitate life, make life easier, help us be in the flow. Um, But it's also important to listen and to take the time to pay attention to the messages, whether those messages come through through our bodies, like we were talking about earlier, whether those messages come through in different signs like animals or um, even just coincidences, which I don't believe there's coincidence, but opening what people may consider a coincidence that someone speaks um, something that is you need to hear. Um, We just have to be aware and open up to life is is, is more than just what we can do ourselves. There's a whole universe out there that's supporting us when we let them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like to remind people, the universe shows up for us. I know sometimes things happen in our lives that we would really rather didn't happen. It's happened to everybody. However, if we can get past that ego space and realize that whatever it is, regardless of how emotional or how bothersome it is in the moment, It's actually opening up a new opportunity. Something better is coming. And it's interesting because I can remember when I was in that healing space and I had someone say to me, you know, you need to um, work on forgiveness. And, and I, even with all the work that I do, I just was like, how, how can I not be angry right now? Like this has really impacted my life and not in a great way. And it wasn't until I stepped back for a moment and said, okay, so if you believe that the universe shows up for you, then you need to transfer that belief onto this event and you need to let it go because something better is waiting for you. And, you know, as soon as I did that, I had a huge shift in my whole life. So many opportunities opening wide up. And again, a year ago when I closed my business, You know, that was not exactly in the plan. We planned on, you know, having that until we retired. And what happened to me, Sherry, is I ended up getting pneumonia last January. And Mm. as I was laying in bed, I was like, I just have so much to do in, in life and in the world. I can't spend days in bed. So I need to start taking my own medicine and listening. And what came to me was, you're not an administrator. And I said, of course, I'm not an administrator. Of course not. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm a healer. I'm, you know, I have so much wonderful things. You're right. I'm not an administrator. Then stop being an administrator. And I thought, right. and you know, I went to our, our business in my pajamas in the middle of the day, the fever, drove over there. And my husband's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm done. Like, I just, I can't be here. And I start packing up my office and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, I'm not an administrator. Like, this isn't for me. And I know so many people were like, what are you doing? And I said, you know, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And the questions around how are you going to see your clients and how, you know what? It all worked out beautifully. But I needed to step into that space of trust and speaking my truth. Exactly. And this is exact. I mean, I've had 
similar situations where, um, and, and sometimes it comes up, I don't know about you, but if you're like watching Facebook and you see people doing things in certain ways and you ha- see um, people making videos or doing galleries or all these things, and it no matter what career path you're on or even in your personal life, just being a mom, you know, we always are watching other people to see what they're doing and then judging ourselves and them. And what I learned through this process is, and I do share this with others, is that we all have our unique way of being. There are people that are administrators. There are people who like to be in the limelight. They, there are people that like that are very extroverted and loud and want people around them all the time. And then there's people that are maybe more introverted and need more quiet time and a quieter space to, to do their best work. And it is so important for us to take the time and go inward and figure out what works for us We've been trained there's only one way to do things, and there are systems that have been in place for many, many decades that it looks like that's the only way things work. But in reality, that is expanding now, and there are many different ways to create the the world that feels true to you. And we connect with people that are also in alignment with those things. So many times I'll have people come up to me and say, I can't do that. Like, how will clients show up? Or, you know, people don't do that. And I'm like, your people will. (laughs) Your people will Mm -hmm. get you. And if you can put yourself out there to be the trailblazer and to speak your truth and be honest with who you are, your people will find you. And they will feel more comfortable as well because it will be more in alignment with their own truth. So we are role models in learning how to step out of the norm and embrace our truth and put that out in the world and to communicate it in ways that other people also have that permission to be themselves and to receive people for our differences and not trying to create this world where everybody needs to be the same. One system does not work for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it comes down to things like learning styles, passions, Mm -hmm. preferences, extrovert versus introvert. All of those things come into play with how we execute our gifts. So, you know, I I do like to remind people that we have way more similarities than we do differences, but to honor those differences and come to it with a space of curiosity. I know you mentioned Facebook, and that's come up many times. I've heard people mention, and so there's nothing wrong with taking notice what other people are doing. However, shifting from that place of maybe jealousy or envy or judgment Instead, shifting to that place of alignment and role modeling is what they're doing, inspiring you. Is that something that you can replicate in your own way, speaking your own truth? And, you know, understanding some of the things might not be in alignment, and then you can just wish them well and let it go. But it's interesting. I like to say when these things like judgment and jealousy pop up, it's because there's a lesson there that we need to learn. So if it's not role modeling, maybe it's in projection. Maybe it's in something that we've got missing in ourselves. So there's always a lesson there. There's always something we can take from it and then leave love behind. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And, you know, our bodies also talk to us when those situations come up. So, you know, if you're feeling an urgency, I've learned that urgency comes from the wound. When something's true for us, there's there's a peace around it. There's there's a patience around it. We can make the decisions in a way that is 
um, more through ease. When we are in that urgency of having to get things done and someone's doing that, so I need to do that, ask yourself why that urgency is there. There's usually more information under that. If something is ours, it's, it's ours. Like, it's going to be there. There doesn't need to be that kind of um, angst that comes up in our body. So pay attention to your gut, too, around how does this feel? You know, where am I feeling this? Is it is it coming from my heart space where this feels true to me? Or is it coming from maybe just a, um, a thought or a fear there's all these different ways of checking in with ourselves. And um, I know for myself with my clients, that's one of the ways that I can help them is to determine sometimes when we're, we're in our own muck, we can't feel into these things because it gets all clouded. And that's one way um, a intuitive healer or um, a, a, even therapists, in many ways that, that can kind of tune into where is this truly coming from? Is this your truth? Is it your wound? Is it your ego? Um, is it authentic for you? And it takes time sometimes to explore those different ways of asking the deeper questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's all about. It's just asking being open to whatever the answer might be rather than jumping to a conclusion and missing all the steps along the way. You know, it comes back to that old saying of, you know, stop and smell the roses. Being curious and just being open as to what, what is this message telling me and moving out of that ego space into that space of curiosity, opening up that higher self, that connection with our guides, with the universe, all of that, the answers are there. It's just about being open to them. And if we rush to something that's not really in alignment, often it doesn't end well or it doesn't last. And it doesn't leave us with positive feelings about it. Whereas when we can let those things go and instead move towards the things that are in alignment, you know when it's in alignment. It feels really good. I know for me, when you know I get so excited it's like Christmas morning or something (laughs) and I can tell when something's in alignment and I can tell listening to my body when it's not but you know it wasn't always that way Sherry I can remember times when I was in that ego space certainly when I worked in social work I did really good work and I worked with my clients from that heart space but the administrative side of it There were a lot of things that went on behind scenes that really didn't make me feel so good. Um, And it's because it wasn't in alignment. That's not where I was supposed to be. But it took a long time to really be able to accept that and understand, hey, wait a minute, that just wasn't my door. It doesn't mean that I can't shine my gifts. I just need to go over this one (laughs) and do, do do my work over here instead. And when you make that connection to what really is authentic, that's powerful absolutely and when we're in that flow and we're connected into that higher power and and having it connect through our heart and it that pull is exciting that pull is inspiring I know for myself because of um, my childhood and again I said this early my father dying when I was eight my mom died when I was 27 there was a lot of times where fear was my major motivator fear of death fear of hurting myself hurting other people Um, everything that inspired me came from that fear and as I healed those wounds and I moved forward from the fear into love I had to learn new ways to be inspired and those, those ways now, those inspirations and those times where you know that this is true for you is a way to inspire from love and not get kind of pushed around through the, 
the fear or other kind of emotions that might be kind of playing around with you instead of paying attention to what's your authentic path. Absolutely. It's an interesting journey when you switch over from fear to love. It sure is. Absolutely it is. And, you know, it's interesting because fear really blocks us from so much without us realizing. These are all unconscious emotions. It's a programming we're running. And usually people aren't even aware of where it comes from. Their conscious mind might have a little snippet or a little idea. But I know when I'm doing work with my clients, especially around releasing emotions and attachments to um, different events that are anchored for them. Often it's the unconscious things and the realizations, oh, wait a minute, what do you mean this is from a past life? What do, you, what do you mean this is from when I was two days old? You know, and memories are there, just tapping into them. But it's so interesting because our conscious mind wants to go right to the negative and sometimes it's just about release. It's not about positive or negative. It's just about truth and what resonates with us and that release so that we can bring in more love, more heart-based energy. You know, I agree with you. There is no good or bad. Everything is just a different experience. And we Mm -hmm. have control over what we want our experience to be. And I think once we shine a light on, and, and I know that's what we do for our clients, we help shine a light on the darkness that is keeping them in pain, whether it's emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or physically, and we bring it to light, it can't help but heal when we don't push it back down into the darkness because we don't want to look at it. So the more courage you have to look at the issues that are coming up for healing, the the you know, the most challenging times of our lives are the times for biggest growth because they're gifts. And we all, like you said, have ups and downs. You know, I tell my clients all the time, everyone's life is a roller coaster. There's ups mm-hmm. and downs. But it's what lens are you looking through? When I was still kind of working through my own issues, I tend to look at my, tend to, to look at my life through all the low points. Because that's what I was used to looking at. From the time I was a child, I always saw the painful times because those were the times that kind of connected me into my dad. Grief connected me to my dad. And so a lot of people are scared to let go of those negative emotions because they feel like it could connect them into situations that, feel comfortable even though they may feel painful and so as we start letting go of those denser emotions um, we can start looking at those areas of our lives where we've all had blessings and we've all had good times and we've all had um, cycles in our lives where there's been positive growth So what lens are you looking through? Are you focusing on, you know, my husband and I always say, like there's a, if you have a white piece of paper and there's a dot in the middle, that's maybe something that didn't go your way. Are you looking at the white piece of paper or are you just focusing in on the dot in the middle? Expanding your view allows us to see the joys, the beauty, the the silver lining in in all our lives absolutely absolutely and you know it's so interesting because often when we're feeling stuck like we talked about this earlier that feeling of stuck being in the muck not being able to see the opportunities of a tunnel vision that's when we tend to be looking at the negative events often however when we can turn that around and we're looking at the positive, 
opportunities open up, our view becomes much wider. We can see it from up above as opposed to down below, and we're able to see what's truly showing up for us in our lives. And, you know, I find as well, especially with grief, it's almost that fear of if I let go of this grief, I'm letting go of, I'm disappointing, I'm not honoring my loved one. And this comes up a lot when people see me for readings, and I'm sure you have this experience as well, Sherry, but I have to say in 30 years of giving readings and connecting with spirit, not once a spirit ever said to me, you don't feel bad enough about me passing. Exactly. However, our human experience So many take that on and they just stay stuck in that grief. And if we really want to love and honor ourselves as well as our loved ones, it's about embracing the life and it's about embracing the opportunities that are coming forward for us. And, you know, it's interesting because it's like the light just all of a sudden comes on when that release happens. And what I find is that we actually have a stronger connection with our loved ones once we let go of those human conditions of, you know, um, guilt and shame and grieving and and all of those expectations. We actually have a much stronger connection with those on the other side. Well, been my experience that, you know, love is what binds us. And how mm-hmm. what I explain to my clients is the love doesn't go away. That connection's there. And whether it's, you know, your connection to someone who has passed, your connection to your spirit guides, your connection to God, like that flow is always there. The denser energies of grief or guilt keeps you at a lower vibration that doesn't allow you to connect up with the higher vibrations of these other um, energy forces. And so the grief is, is actually what's keeping you from connecting up, which is what I believe so many people, when people, when loved ones pass on, why they reach out to mediums or other people to connect into that energy for them because they can't quite get that. And when you do see a medium, you, your heart starts healing because you realize, oh, they are there. Oh, the love is there. Oh, I can you know, I don't have to feel guilty that I wasn't there or that I didn't protect this person or they don't know that I love them or I didn't say goodbye. All those pieces are there. And it, and then as those denser energies start releasing, now your vibration is rising higher. You're feeling that love again. You can connect upward. You can hear more. You can be in that space of, of abundance. And it's, it's a beautiful cycle, actually. But if you people can remember that the love never goes away, that stays consistent. It's why we have, you know, soulmates and people that we've had past lives with is because that love doesn't end. Our bodies might shift and change. Our situations might, might shift and change. But the love stays forever. Yes, it does. It really does. I love how you explained that. And it's so true. And, and you know, while we're on that topic around mediums and, and things like that, please, if you're listening, know readings are so healing and they're so wonderful. But trust me when I say that you don't need a medium to connect with your loved one. I know I do this for Absolutely. a living, but it might sound counterintuitive. But I can tell you, I would much rather teach you how to connect with your loved one yourself than you come back to me time and time again. Because that connection, that love that Sherry's talking about that binds us, that's where the connection is. It's not from seeing an external person. Even though we can help that process, opening up that conversation to get you going, it's not meant to be a lifeline forever. Sam, we are on the same page. I tell people all the time, my job is to help you heal yourself. My job is to help you connect to your guides. My job is to help you connect into God and and the universe. Um, I'm more than happy to teach what I've learned and to help, you know, kind of 
zone, help you zone into where the blocks are when you get kind of um, out of alignment. But we all can do this. Those days of just, you know, certain people are connected are way gone. It is mm-hmm. something that we all have inside of us, and it's just learning another tool set of first admitting we have an energetic field that affects us on levels that we may not be aware of. Just thinking, I mean, we have a full moon lunar eclipse coming on Sunday. You know, I mean, we a lot of us used to laugh around saying how the moon affects people or full moon affects people, but it is obvious that we feel that energy as human beings and it affects the way we show up and we might be more sensitive. We might, things might come up for healing that we're ready to let go of during those times. We, we have to learn that we're energetic beings and these are different skill sets that a lot of us were not taught. And now we have many people that are beginning to teach this. So once we accept that we are an energetic being and it does affect our, our way of being in the world, then we can learn the tools of how does our body speak to us, how do we connect into our intuition, how do we connect to um, the universe, spirit guides, people that have passed, you know, what signs. Um, what do the signs mean? Because there's always an individual um, connection between spirit and ourselves that is unique as any other relationship out there. You and I, Sam, will connect in one way, and you know I might connect to somebody else in a different way. It's the same. We have to mm-hmm. learn the language, um, and that takes time and patience and you know, a lot of people now are meditating and it's so important to do both prayer and meditation. I always say the prayer is the asking, but the meditation piece is the listening for the answers. So you need both. If you're too busy to listen, then you're not going to get your answers. So it's, it's new tools that I'm so excited to be a part of teaching during this particular time in our world. Oh, me too, Sherry. You know, I I love teaching and helping people learn the tools. And and I love that you pointed out everybody does it in their own unique way. That's what makes it special. I know when yes. when I was teaching, I used to love to take my my kids in my class. And you know, I wouldn't necessarily tell them the how. I would just say, you know, this is maybe the, say it's a math problem. It's, you know, this is kind of what we need to figure out, guys. How about you guys work together and come up with strategies? And, you know, you can take a group of six-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 80-year-olds, and give them something like that, and they will come up with the most incredible solutions. Not one is better than another. They all come up with the same answer. We just let them take the journey the way they want, and our lives work very similarly. You know, we, we're going to reach our destination no matter how we choose to live this human existence. It's just about listening and honoring our true voice and then bringing forward what, what you're called to do and just honoring that space as well in the journey and speaking our truth and then sharing what you've learned with others. That's really what it comes down to. And, you know, some of you, that prayer Sherry mentioned, it might trigger some of you. Maybe some of you have had some experiences with respect to religion, which is not the same as spirituality. And if that's a trigger for you, like Sherry said, that's just the asking. It doesn't have to be connected to something else. Use the word that fits for you. Every word we know is cognitive and emotional value for us. Use the one that fits for you. You know, for me, I love the word prayer. I love that. I know some people don't. The same as, you know, receiving after. You know, some people really like to use the word God. Some people like to use source. Some say universe. Whatever. It's all the same thing when it comes to the end of the day. It's whatever you believe in. Whatever you make it. For power you give to it. 
but asking for help and then accepting help and then being grateful for that, whatever it is that's manifesting before us, those are three steps that will get you wherever you need to go. Absolutely. Asking, believing, and then receiving, and then the thank you at the end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Sherry, what are some of the things that you have coming up in your world? I know you do your coach training. What else have you got? Um, I see individual clients um, over the phone and in person. Um, I have some sacred circles. I do them in people's houses. I travel to you um, and kind of do group healings. So what that means is you get together um, people that maybe have the same intention, and I, we share, we, I get messages, um, a lot of times the message that one person is getting and receiving at that time, there's somebody else in the circle that also needs to hear it. It's such an amazing connection. I always say, you know, I always know the right people are going to be in my circles, the people that need to hear what, what is coming up. So um, I do those locally, and I also travel to do that um, And interestingly now is I'm on my second year of doing this Sherry O'Reilly Intuitive Healing Certification Program. And um, I'm really excited by that. I'm helping others kind of gather their tools and I get to share my 15 plus years of experience and um, help others kind of connect in, trust their guidance, share um, what I have learned, and then they will pass that on in whatever way they see fit um, to their clients. So I'm excited by all of these different opportunities of working with women and helping them find their voices and share their gifts with the world. Oh, that's so wonderful. That's so wonderful. And Sherry's site is on the link, but Sherry, for those listening, maybe they downloaded this episode from iTunes or something and they're in their car, how can people find you? Um, my website is sharrylriley.com and I'm on Facebook as Sherry L. Riley Intuitive Healing. So you can locate me in either one of those places and feel free to reach out and let me know that you heard us today, and um, I look forward to talking with anyone who wants more information on not only how healing kind of will affect you and ways that you can feel better and more connected in your life, but also if you feel drawn to doing this work, um, let me know, and maybe we can talk about the intuitive healing certification program as well wonderful sherry thank you so much for joining me today i cannot wait to see you in april and you know it's been an honor having you here well i am just talk about honored i'm honored that you invited me along to be part of this world with you and i know that um we have the same mission on so many levels and that we can help and support each other and all of the clients out there um, in ways that will really change the world. And I'm looking forward to being on this journey with you, Sam. Oh, thank you. Me too. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're wondering how you can connect with me, you can go to www.samblack.ca. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find Sam Black Psychic Medium or Sam Black Coaching Solutions. And if you are listening to this episode, you've enjoyed this episode and maybe some of the others, think about subscribing. That'll help us be able to share more episodes with listeners. 
And if you're wondering how you can develop your intuition and your connection with your higher self and with spirit, I am running a workshop here in Niagara Falls, Saturday and Sunday, first weekend of March. I'll be doing intuition on the Saturday, mediumship on the Sunday. We'll be at the Best Western Karen Croft here in Niagara Falls, and they have amazing rates, which you can access just to be with Sam Black. And join us for that. So you can find that event on my website, on Facebook, on Eventbrite, um, and join that or many of my other events. I'll be in Batavia, New York next weekend um, for a platform event and lots of others too. So let's connect. See you on Facebook. See you online. See you in person. I'm sending you all so, so much love. You're listening to Soulful Connections with Sam Black. Here, you will find opportunities for healing, renewal, and insightful conversation. Sam is an international psychic medium, trainer, and wellness coach, and is your answer for filling the soul. You're listening to Soul. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.